What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Hill Varsity Club is opening in Omaha this May and is hiring for all hospitality positions. Do you love elevated food, exciting events, and having fun at work? Join our team by applying today at HillVarsityClub.com. Hill Varsity Club will feature a next-level mix of classic sports bar favorites and contemporary creations with indoor and outdoor seating and memorable live events like live music and sports watch parties. We can't wait to grab a burger and a beer at HVC this May. Apply for all front or back-of-house positions now at HailVarsityClub.com. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, where food and fitness come to hang out. Nutrition, training, and life. It's all fair game on Meathead Test Kitchen. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, powered by Little Movements Apparel. You can check them out at littlemovementsapparel.com. They are legit if you are looking for active wear, athleisure, either one. If you like to either wear it to the gym or just wear it around the house, it's cute, it's comfortable, it's affordable. They have you covered. The owners, Lindsay and Marissa, they're a couple badass lady bosses that share our mantra of women empowering each other because we can all win. So check them out, littlemovementsapparel.com. Use our code MEATHEAD at checkout and save 20% on your entire order. Boop, boop. Uh-huh. Thanks, Little Movements. For real, they're awesome. You should go check them out. Are you wearing the right shoes when you work out? A lot of people aren't. Which side are you on? Are you on the proper shoe or the improper shoe? We're going to talk about that. What shoes should you be wearing so you don't feel like shit during and after training? We're going to talk to you about training at home because, of course, we're living in the time of COVID. You kind of have to plan for these things, especially if your gym's not open yet. Yes, you do. (laughs) So uh, we'll teach you what you need, and we're going to teach you a couple of tricks to feed yourself something healthy when you're in a hurry. If you've got 30 minutes or less to cook and shove some food into your face hole, well, we've been there many times. Frequently. (laughs) I'm all about, like, fast and simple. Yeah. Not fast and loose, fast and simple. (laughs) There is a difference. So if you've got 30 minutes or less, we're going to help you out there. We've been there and we can help you stock your pantry so you don't leave yourself hangry and late. Because that's the worst. No one wants to do that. No, it's bad enough when you're pissed off that you're late somewhere, but you're going to show up hungry too. Right. No, no thanks. Pass. Hard pass. That's how murders happen. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, let's be honest. Right. That's how murders happen. So let's talk about shoes. I love shoes ogling them, buying them, wearing them, everything but giving them away. But not all gym shoes are created equal, and you shouldn't be wearing running shoes to lift weights in, and you most definitely shouldn't be doing it the other way around either. This is a really common mistake I feel like people make. Yeah, Um, When you step into the gym, you buy shoes, and you're like, oh, a running shoe, that's going to be a good, well-rounded shoe. Okay, so in theory, yes, but the bottom of your running shoe literally is rounded. Yeah. That you don't want that when you're deadlifting because well, it gives you an uneven base. Yeah, you're leaning forward. It's designed to be comfortable when your heels are pounding into the ground. Yes. 
And that's not what you're doing. You're trying mm-hmm. to screw your feet into the ground. Yes, you are. So look at your shoes. When you're when you're getting ready to lift, if you're going to the gym and you're just doing bodybuilding movements, like if you're doing a push-pull day, that's fine. You can wear your running shoes to the gym. If you're going to do a leg day, mm-hmm. you don't want to be doing weighted lunges on running shoes. You most definitely don't want to be doing deadlifts. And for the love of God, please stop squatting and cleaning and running shoes. Yeah. It makes my knees hurt every time I see it on Instagram. Why can't, why does my form feel weird? Because you're leaning forward because you have a heel in your shoe. Yes. You're wearing running shoes. (laughs) Don't wear running shoes to lift in. It's, if you can't afford it, fine. That's okay. Make do with what you have for the time being. Take them off. Honestly, it's better to go barefoot. You're wearing socks. Yeah. Like I, I, before I ever bought lifting shoes, I just, take my shoes off yeah. because you need to feel that contact and that solid foot on the ground. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to pick up 300 pounds off the floor, you want to make sure that you have your entire foot on the floor. You need that foot to ground connection and that requires you to have a flat soled shoe. So on the cheap end, like if you want to go bare minimum flat sole shoe, you could do Keds, Mm -hmm. you can do Vans, Mm -hmm. Chucks, Everybody has a fucking pair of Chuck Taylors in their closet yeah. in 2020, I feel like. Chucks are great deadlifting shoes. They're, They're great squatting flat. shoes. Yeah. They are super flat. If you have wide feet, though, that might be an issue. Yeah. Um, we can talk about that in a second because my husband has wide feet. And, oh, my God, it's been a bitch to find training <laughs> shoes for that man. I'm, I'm sure. You. So get a flat-soled shoe. Don't, don't look at running shoes unless you're, like, planning on doing a lot of cardio. Um, because with a base level, like CrossFit shoe, you can do some running in them. Mm -hmm. You can jump in them. You can do everything in them. They're, they're a cross trainer. They're made for all of that. Um, your knees and ankles will thank you. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Don't, don't lift in running shoes, please. Cause it will, it's like deadlifting in quicksand. Yeah. It it doesn't feel right. No. Like I, Way long ago, the first time I ever did a deadlift, I only had running shoes. Yeah. I didn't even think about it, but I was like, why does this feel, it just doesn't feel quite right. I don't feel like I'm getting the pull that Your I could pull get. didn't feel right. Yes. Yeah. And so I just started taking my shoes off and it made all the difference in the world. And that's gross to me at a gym. <laughs> so I bought some really flat shoes. Yeah. I started with Chucks and then I eventually got an actual pair of trainers. Yeah. I, uh. I used to go barefoot at my old gym too, and they never cleaned the floors. So I quit doing that. Yeah. And I bought a pair of Metcons. But if you're looking at a, like a shoe for just weightlifting, if you are, if you are looking into going into weightlifting, and when I say weightlifting versus bodybuilding, bodybuilding is like curls and shoulder presses and bench. And powerlifting is chest press, squat, deadlift. Olympic lifting is what I will refer to as just weightlifting from now on. Mm -hmm. That is the snatch and the clean and jerk. So if you're looking at a good weightlifting shoe, no particular order, we suggest like the Nike Romaleo. Um, I've had those. They're okay. They were a little tight on me. I wasn't a big fan. I have the Reebok Legacy Lifter now. Those are awesome. Mm -hmm. Not an ad, but those are great fucking shoes. Yeah. Uh, Reebok makes a mean CrossFit shoe, and so does Nike. Um, Otherwise, a good cross-training shoe like the Metcon, um, and they have like five different types of Metcon yeah. now. I got um, the latest version of the Metcons and they're the favorite pair that I've owned because I can't, the, the difference too, between a straight like weightlifting shoe and a cross trainer is you can still run in them and it's not uncomfortable for mm-hmm. short distances. Yes. Like 400 like to 800 meters. Like sprinting. Yeah. Yeah. Weightlifting shoes. Those things have a wooden wedge in the back right. of them and you cannot no. run in them. No. Yeah. No, you don't want to do that. 
Uh, weightlifting shoes are kind of expensive. They'll run you about 200 to $250 if you can't find them on sale. Uh, Reebok does a lot of sales. Um, so Nike does too. Nike does too. Yeah. Just look for like their last season cross trainer because yeah. I believe we're on like the Metcon 6 now and like the so, Nano yeah. 10. Mm-hmm. So look for like Nano 8 and 9. Those are great shoes. Look for the Metcon 4 or 5. Uh, my favorite personal training shoe ever is the Nike Metcon 2. I have like 20 pairs of them in my closet. Yeah. Um, I just I just love that shoe. When you find a shoe you like, get more than one pair because you will mm-hmm. burn through them. And I found once once you find a shoe you like, these days they pump them out so fucking fast. Yeah, they change. Like, if, it's like a phone. If you wait six <laughs> months, you're not going to be able to find them again. So if you find what you like, figure it out. And start looking at places like Poshmark for gently used or eBay mm-hmm. or there's, you can look even before. And they but don't have to look kick-ass. No. The point is to be your support. They need the to, grounds. They need to fit you, right? right. They need to be able to It doesn't to matter what foot, the color is. Yeah, the color That's doesn't what I matter. Mean. Yeah. They could be fucking mint green. I don't yeah. give a shit. <laughs> they feel good while I'm lifting. Cool. Perfect. Um, If you have a wider foot, the Reebok Nano is a good way to go. Uh, Phil wears a size 10 and a half, 4E. Mm-hmm. So Holy. he's got like, yeah. his feet are so Pancake flat. feet. They're so flat, dude. <laughs> I've been trying to get that guy to wear insoles for years. Um, but if you're looking at Reebok Nanos and you have wider feet, that's a good way to go. Um, the latest Metcons have been a little bit wider, but they're really tight in the toe box. Mm-hmm. I have narrow feet. That's not a problem with me. Uh, Nike usually does run a little more narrow. Reebok yeah. is going to run you a little wider and they do run a little longer as well. Mm-hmm. So in Nanos, I usually wear a men's nine and a half. Because for some reason, Reebok doesn't make size 10 in women. Or no, men's nine. Men's nine. I wear men's nine in Reebok Nano and a 10 or a 10 and a half in uh, Metcons. Oh, so like that's a big difference. Yeah. It's like a half size difference. I guess I converted from women's to men's and back. But yeah, it's (laughs) one runs a little bigger. So go try some on before you buy them. Yeah. (laughs) Otherwise, Chucks. Yeah. That's it. Chucks are great. Yeah. They're, they're perfect. Or barefoot. Yeah. I, I've been known to do barefoot. I, I mean, like I said, I bought strictly cross-training shoes. What I thought were cross-training shoes. not mm-hmm. Because they market them as cross-training shoes when they're primarily for running. Yes. Is what I was buying, I guess, is what I'm getting at. Um, that was before I got my action. If, if, if I forgot training shoes, too, I yeah. just kick my shoes off. It's not awesome, but it's better than leaning forward in a running shoe. Um, like I said, I re- I like the Nike Metcons that I have. I mm-hmm. just bought them. They fit great. They're good for the sprinting elements that I do. Um, and I feel like the Reebok trainers that I have at your house, the Ooh. house shoe specials at yes. MTK headquarters, uh, I really like how they fit too. Those are Reebok trainer 2.0s and they think they're dead stock, but they're great. They're awesome. They're like they're- a, they're like a minimalized nano. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Without all the bulk. It's not even bulky on the outside, but you know what I mean? They run a little wider too. Yeah. Um, Um, As far as running shoes, um, they're also a beast and it may take a little bit more time to narrow down um, because specifically with your running shoe, you're going to want, everybody has different ankle support and different foot arch needs. And our feet land in different spots. Like go, go do the treadmill thing at the running store. Yeah. That's what I, I was going to suggest that at the yeah. end of my spiel. <laughs> yeah. uh, they all have different squish. They all have different ankle support and they all different, like fit differently overall. Um, I honestly recommend getting fitted just so you know 
how your feet really are and the support that you're going to need, especially if you're going to be doing distance running. Mm. Um, If you're going to be running here and there as your cardio element under three miles, probably not that big of a deal. You can just grab whatever running shoe because it's not going to be quite as hard on your ankles and knees. Right. Yeah, because the difference between the regular running shoe and the quote-unquote distance shoe is the density of the foam, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yep, there's a huge difference. So the very first pair of running shoes I ever got was an Adidas... Um, I can't remember air something or other, but I was running distance and I tore through those in two and a half months. Oh, cause they were so squishy. Yes. And like I said, if you, if you're just walking or jogging even, or it's under three miles, you can get by with that and they'll probably last you about six months. But if you're like getting after it and you're running three, four times a week, I would recommend trying a different shoe. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you're feeling any kind of discomfort in your running in your knees or your ankles, it could be your joints or it legitimately could be the wrong type of shoe for you. Um, and, and like at that point, it's just time for new shoes. Uh, running shoes don't have to be super expensive and you're going to burn through them faster than you think. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew through probably two or three pairs in a year, like at the minimum, depends on what I'm training for. Um, like if I'm distance training, I went through three pairs of shoes last year. Yeah. Uh, the second my ankles started and knees started to hurt, I knew like, all right, the foam has broken down. Even if it doesn't look trashed on the inside, that doesn't mean that the foam hasn't break, broken down. Right. And what I was told with running shoes is when you start to see it to like fold and compress on the outside, yep. that's when you really need to start looking at swapping your shoes out. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you'll feel yeah. it. You'll feel it. You'll know. You'll get to three and a half miles and you'll be like, oh, I guess I got to call it for the day because my knees randomly hurt when they never hurt before. And change your shoes and you'll be like, oh, that wasn't. My shins, when my shoes are ready, mm-hmm. my shins hurt so bad. Yeah. That's when I know. If I have shin splints, it's time for new shoes. And please, replace your shoes when you need to. Like, Don't just keep pushing through it yeah, because... It'll only cause you more damage. Yeah, absolutely. And you don't want to take time off if you're training for something because you pushed it too hard and the shoes that were be like ready to be thrown in the trash. Yeah. Not even thrown in the trash. You can walk around. Yeah. Now. You can still wear them. Like they're good, like casual shoes. <laughs> I'm wearing or... my half marathon shoes right now with a hole in the top. I mean, like yeah. they work just fine, yeah. but I can't run in them anymore. Yeah. You can still wear them. <laughs> like they're not done. You don't have to trash them. You just can't wear them for that function anymore. Exactly. Um, if you are worried about the price aspect of running shoes, you can check out places like shoe carnival. Yeah. Um, after you go get fitted first, go to a place that's going to, to get you situated first and see what they say. Yep. If you have sticker shock, you don't have to buy anything. Thank them for their time. Maybe grab something small, you know, five, socks. ten bucks. Grab some socks. Tell them thank you. Um, and then look for those shoes elsewhere because yeah. I bet you can find them somewhere else if you don't want to pay that much money. Exactly. Like for myself, I prefer Nikes. Mm-hmm. They fit my foot the best. They're not clunky for me. Um, and I've got really, <laughs> really long toes but narrow feet. Me too. And so it's weird. It's it's hard to find a shoe that'll that's wide enough in the toe box but narrow enough for the rest of my foot. So that the back of your foot doesn't slide but your toes can splay while you're running. Exactly. Yep. And Nike is what works for me. Um, I have tried Adidas, like I mentioned. I burned through them too fast. Um, I've tried Asics. I didn't like how heavy they were, and it, I think it was the type of running shoe I got. It was Could a be. trail. It was a trail hybrid. Okay. I didn't really like that. Um, I've got a lot of running friends that swear by Brooks, um, Hoka's, 
Uh, I see a lot of, like I was in a running group for a while and then like three of the six of us had those. Um, like I said, it, it's trial and error. You have to be able to find what works for you and what's the most comfortable. And most any running store will help you get a good fit for a running shoe. Yeah. They'll give you a run test at some places or they'll do whatever metrics they use to help fit you per, like properly. Um, locally, Peak Performance, Red Rings, Red Wing Shoes, and Rudolph's come to mind for places that'll do that for you. Yeah, that's something that you don't want to skimp on. Don't fuck around with your shoes. Uh, your shoes are really important. I mean, it's the foundation of every movement you're going to do. So make sure yeah. that if you're going to spend some money and you're going to get something really good, make sure it's your shoes first. Oh, yeah. Like, Who, like I don't give a shit about what my sports bra looks like. If my shoes, like, it's going to trash my whole workout. Does it keep my tits in? That's all I care Sweet. about. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Am I, I going to give myself a black eye doing thrusters? Right. No? Okay. Thanks, little Great. movements. They work. Yeah. Perfect. Um, Your shoes are super important. So they are. invest. They are. Invest in them. And back to Asics, that's another great shoe choice if you have wide feet. Mm. Uh, that's what yeah. Phil wears to run. And he gets the, mm, I don't remember, something with a number at the end, not the GT, because those were too rigid. He didn't like those. Yeah. But um, at the end of the day, just make sure that your shoe choice fits your foot properly, that you're replacing your shoes when you start to see the compression on the squishy outsole part of your shoes, or they just don't feel right anymore. Your body's going to tell you when it's time for a fresh set of kicks. So just listen. Yeah. That's yeah. it. It's just like anything else. Just listen. Listen to your, your body. Your body will tell you. <laughs> listen to your body. I'm waving my arms around like a fucking hippie in here. God, I'm glad we don't record video so people can't see me act like a jackass. You can only listen to it. <laughs> um, are you uncomfortable going to the gym right now? Mm. We got you. Yes. Um, with everything going on right now and depending on how you feel about said things going on, maybe you're not comfortable going to the gym. Uh, I just want to... We wanted to take a couple minutes today going over a few of the basic essentials to invest in to get the most of your workout at home experience. We'll throw up some links on uh, meatheadtestkitchen.com and a link to our Amazon page as well. Yes, we'll put all that up for you. Um, Working out at home can be as minimalistic or as complicated as you want it to be. Uh, Start slow because home Mm -hmm. workout gear is expensive. So build build your arsenal slowly. And uh, get a bunch of different stuff. Like, yeah. di- definitely diversify on this. Because if you're working out at home, odds are you'll get bored quick. So you want to either find a bunch of videos to go along with or get a decent, like, baseline of equipment so that you have some variety built into your workouts. Yeah. Um, I I put down dumbbells. Like, if you're, yeah. if you're moving from, like, strictly you're just doing body movements, that works fine. But if you're ready to take it to the next level invest in a, in a few dumbbells. While they're not necessarily difficult to find right now, they were a few months ago. Depends on what weight you're looking for and where you're looking. Um, body weight exercises are fine to get the job done in terms of moving. But if you're wanting to take it and like do not have to do 25 reps um, and add some yeah. weight to it, make it a little bit more challenging to yourself, they're a good investment. That's, that's the downside of body weight movement is that it requires a ton of them. So places you can find dumbbells off the top of my head, places that I found dumbbells in the last couple months, Walmart, Amazon, and Target. Uh, Shields has them locally every now and then. Check their store finder. They'll tell you they're in Played against sports. Played against sports. Uh, the only downside about played again is you have to actually go into the store. Yeah. Um, so that was the biggest hindrance about buying from them for me is I didn't want to go anywhere. Yeah. Um, 
Who else has the Facebook marketplace is a great place to look, but be aware that people are price gouging right now because they're taking advantage of people who are looking for the things that they need for home. I'm not going to say anything bad about resellers because my husband's a ticket scalper, but these people are fucking taking dumbbells that you can pay a buck to a buck 50 a pound for retail price and, and charging them up to two to three dollars yeah. a pound for rubber hex dumbbells don't right. pay that you should not be paying forty dollars for two 10 pound dumbbells unless the shipping is free right right unless the shipping that's it right. that's it um other places i've bought gear from lately titan equipment there's always rogue um Honestly, just Google search rubber hex dumbbells if you're looking, and there are tons of sites that now have stock. They're they're back in stock. Oh, my God. It was so hard to find dumbbells. You really only need, like, if you're going from strict body movement, you only need, like, five, tens, and twelves. Twelves, yeah. Maybe fifteens. Maybe. If you're doing some, like, goblet squats or something. Yeah, even that, though, you could double up with the two dumbbells and just put them between your legs and do the wide, yeah, yeah, like... You've got options. That's a great thing about dumbbells. You can do basically anything with a dumbbell. Um, our friend Stacy from Victress in Lincoln yesterday posted about how to do a hack squat with a foam roll and two dumbbells. Right. And I was like, that's fucking brilliant. Because right. I've been trying to figure out how to em- like emulate the hack squat because I don't have room for a hack squat right. machine in my garage. Uh, I saw that and was like, yo. <laughs> so there's a bunch of modifications out there, too. If you're looking for certain movements to do with dumbbells, you can find them. Um, mm-hmm. If you have any questions, feel free to email us. Hello at meatheadtestkitchen.com. As always, literally, any question you have ever about anything we talk about on the show, just shoot us an email. We're happy to respond. We absolutely try to be quick about yeah. it when we're not super slammed. Um, yeah, dumbbells are great. They they will get you farther than you think they will. Um, yeah. Resistance bands, uh, they are they're great. Um, I have all kinds of resistance bands at my house. I have the kind with the handles, um, the ones that look like the big, long rubber bands, mm-hmm. the smaller ones that look like the broccoli, ru- what do they call them? Hip circles? Yeah. Is that what they're called? I think so, yeah. I have a bunch of those. I, I put on here, um, like my favorite resistance bands are like the, the they're called the assisted pull-up yes. bands anywhere you're going to be searching for yes. them. They're longer, but they're really versatile. You can add resistance to any movement you're doing if you can't afford dumbbells. They're about 20 bucks for a pack of four of them. And, and they've got four different varieties of resistance in if, that pack. If you have dumbbells or a kettlebell yeah. or a barbell, you can use them in conjunction with that. And make um, everything even heavier. Make everything even heavier, <laughs> yes. If you're if you're going that way, if you're into that kind of right. thing. I put a balance ball on here too. Um, just as like basic essential stuff. Like we won't cover like setting up a complete home gym in this episode. Yeah. I just wanted to give people kind of an idea of like basic shit they could buy up really quick just to add a little bit more difficulty to the, the stuff they may be doing yeah, yeah, at yeah. home. And this is all stuff that should be pretty readily available right now. Um, you yes. could either go for like the BOSU style balance ball, or you can just get like, I have a generic $20 yoga ball from yeah. Target. And you can do a ton of different stuff on there. Legs, abs, arms. You can work on your handstands. Exactly. Like uh, it's too, it's, and they're like 10, 20 bucks. Yeah. They're really inexpensive. And Target runs, 
I've noticed Target runs a circle coupon yep. like every four to six weeks where yeah. it's 10 to 15% off and then you get your 5% off with your Target card. Yep. So put that stuff in your cart on your watch list now if you don't want to spend full price on it. And in a couple of weeks, it'll probably have some sort of a cartwheel or a circle offer. Yes. And, and they will can... bring it out in the drive up. Yes, they Even will. Even if it's 30 pounds. Yes, they will. And it's a high school student. Yes. And she struggles poor. to throw it in the back of your truck. That poor, poor girl. Um, <laughs> kettle bells are great mm-hmm. um i'm really just trying to think of like what baseline stuff we use an ab mat an ab yeah. mat would be great for sit-ups the, i got my ab mat for like 12 dollars on amazon yeah um, i got i found one on marketplace for like 10 if you keep your eye out on marketplace stuff will come up randomly like you gotta watch it like a hawk though. yeah if you're looking for something and sometimes it'll send you notifications right now it's not as bad as it was probably three months ago but there's deals out there and some you know if someone's like trying to get rid of their shit they'll probably haggle with you they will um and oh let's talk about an obvious one a treadmill if you want to do some running treadmill on marketplace is the play the way to go like if you have five hundred dollars or less to spend on a treadmill just go look at marketplace uh but you can find all sorts of shit on marketplace oh hell dude i found i was looking for an assault bike i found one (laughs) the lady was like had just changed the listing. It was $25, first of all. Mm-hmm. Normally, they're two, three, two to $500. Yeah, depending on And she was like, model. come pick it up, and you can just have it. Like, sometimes people are just trying to get rid of stuff. Yeah. So if you're looking for something, just keep an eye out. You can find good deals. Otherwise, places, like you said, Target, they run ads and stuff on them quite frequently, it seems like, lately. The big equipment, you're definitely going to want to check places like Marketplace and Craigslist. Yeah, dude, I got my air bike for a hundred bucks. And the guy was like, well, the pedals are clicking and I can't get it to fix. And I was like, okay. So I took it home, watched a Google video, bought a couple of things on Amazon and some Loctite and figured out how to fix the the pedal mechanism in the middle of the bike. I spent $115 total on that bike that runs like 500 bucks retail. Exactly. If if it's a little bit of a fixer upper, if you're comfortable with doing that, fuck it. Pay pay the price and run with it. Yeah. Because you're it's getting a steal it. of a deal. Yeah. Use YouTube. And sometimes people don't know what they have either. So if it that seems too. low, it probably is, buy it. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to take advantage of people, but <laughs> Right. Right. If, uh, a deal's a deal, man. Exactly. A deal's a deal. <laughs> I am not sorry about that. Yeah, so you can check out our uh, our link on meatheadtestkitchen.com. We'll have our Amazon affiliate page up very soon with all of that info for you. And when it comes to feeding yourself something healthy when you get home from working out, sometimes you have to be quick because you've got kids or you've got job stuff or Mm -hmm. whatever you have. I mean, life is coming at you fast right now. So a lot of people don't choose to eat healthier because they think it takes a lot of time. But it doesn't have to take you an hour to make a nutritious, balanced meal. It does take some planning ahead by stocking Mm -hmm. a couple pantry staples to make sure that future you is a winner. But when it comes to making a meal in a hurry at my house, it's either I make something or we're going to have instant ramen, which Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with instant ramen. I love instant ramen. Um, It's not always the most nutritious choice. And it's fucking loaded with salt. Yes, it is. So enter the instant pot. Do you have chicken in your freezer? Do you have salsa in your pantry? Odds are probably pretty good that you might. How about some lettuce or rice? If you have those couple of things, boom, you've got a meal. Instant pot salsa chicken, it's my ace in the hole when I need to make a meal in a hurry. And you can use it in anything. You could use it on tacos or fajitas. You could throw it on a bowl of rice, a bed of lettuce. You could top it with cheese and sour cream. 
you're set. That's like you mm-hmm. can do anything with it. Yeah, it's really versatile. It is. Mm-hmm. It's great. And to make it, all you need to do is throw the chicken, the salsa, and a half a cup of water in the instant pot. Put the lid on, seal it, set it for 17 minutes on high pressure. By the time you cook your rice or you find tortillas or dig that bag of lettuce out of the fridge, the chicken's done and you're eating dinner that yeah, fast. Like exactly. for real, less than 30 minutes with And prep. you can walk away from it. You can. You don't have to sit there and, and <laughs> yeah, you don't. do anything. <laughs> I own two Instant Pots. I run them simultaneously sometimes and my house is not blown up yet. Your Instant <laughs> Pot probably won't explode. <laughs> When you see those pictures on Facebook, those are stovetop pressure cookers that are exploding. Yeah, I didn't see those, so I was like, I don't follow. (laughs) Dude, there's one where, like, the lid of the... So, the the pressure from the lid coming off shot the pan into the glass top stove and caved it in. Yeah. And then the lid jettisoned into the fucking ceiling, and it's, like, stuck like a pencil. Yeah. Frightening. I would shit my that's, pants. If that's that not what will happen kitchen. if you use an instant pot. No, that's using is... a stovetop for show. Yeah, that's using a stovetop pressure <laughs> cooker. Instant pots are super safe. Yes. Uh, as long as you remember to put the ring on the lid and seal it, your food will not get burned and it will not explode. Uh, macros for this recipe, 32 grams protein, one gram fat, seven grams carbs. That's just for the chicken and the salsa. For this recipe, I used a generic medium chunky salsa like or high mm-hmm. or Target or whatever. 170 calories a serving. Not bad. No. I mean, that's for for chicken. Chicken's great. That's your protein that's element of whatever fat. meal you're going to have. Perfect. And a little bit of veg. Exactly. Yeah, you can find the full recipe at our website, meatheadtestkitchen.com under recipes, or just search salsa chicken. If you ever find need to find something on the website and you don't know where it is, there's a search bar. So just type it in. I have it set yeah. up so that it'll actually find it for you. <laughs> um, I just recently hacked turkey sliders because I wanted some game day food that was easy, super quick. Yep. Um, they're delicious. Like, oh my God, I could have eaten. I only made half of a recipe. I You could make double, whatever. Uh, I got the Pepperidge Farm Hawaiian sliders as my base. I was not personally a fan of the sweet and the savory really no is it the onion i think so okay i get that so if you if you don't like the you don't want sweet with your savory just get a whole wheat they've got the whole wheat ones generic slider bun exactly um they come in packages of 12 i only made half um you'll need just go get to the deli counter, grab your like a pound of your favorite turkey or chicken so you've got some leftover. Um, fat-free or reduced fat cheese, Greek yogurt, and onion dip seasoning. I put fried onions on ours because I wanted some crunch. Um, you'll need light butter and everything seasoning. Everything seasoning oh my God. literally can be used on everything, and it's delicious. It's If you don't like onions, you won't like it. Yeah, but, it's pretty oniony. I mean, it's just the topping that they put on an everything bagel. So, yeah, yeah, it's got the poppy seeds. It's got the sesame seeds. It's got the onion. There's some garlic salt mm-hmm. in there, I believe. I put some of that shit on my eggs earlier before we came yeah. here. Yo. Legit. So good. You can find it at, I, I get mine at anywhere. Joe's, but yeah. I think you can get it anywhere now. Yep. Um, so this recipe is super easy. Like I said, um, I like a lot of meat on my sandwiches, so I doubled the amount. Um, you take the single serving thing of Greek yogurt, mix it with half a packet of your onion dip, set it aside to marinate. So that flavor all gets worked up together. Preheat your oven, measure out your meat, slather that yogurt and onion mix on there, put your cheese on, pop it in the oven after you've buttered the top with your butter and everything seasoning. And it takes like 10 minutes. 
It's so easy. It's so easy. It's quick <laughs> and it's freaking delicious. Um, it's I thought the two were super filling because I liked I stacked my meat. Um, the ma- the macros three hundred calories for two of those. Forty carbs, bad. seven fat, twenty two protein. That's not bad at all. I mean, you got two slider buns in there that are taking up most of that, which is okay. Yeah. Because carbs are your friend. Want a really quick game day thing? We should probably work on that. Game day recipes coming your way at some point. We'll see. So there you go. Shoes, basic home gym essentials, and a couple of recipes to get your book started. As always, if you have questions, hit us up. Hello at meatheadtestkitchen.com. You got questions? We might have answers. (laughs) Probably. Maybe. Hopefully, if not, when then. We also do want to shout out our sponsors at Little Movements Apparel. Make sure you go to their website, littlemovementsapparel.com. They just did a restock, and the new prints are freaking awesome. I want one of everything. Yes. All the sweatshirts, all the bras, all the leggings, all of it. I want all of it. The Shibori dyed (laughs) sweatshirt that they released. Oh, my goodness. And if you don't feel like going to their website, make sure you check them out um, on Instagram at Little Movements. And when you go to checkout, use our code MEATHEAD to save 20% on your entire order. M-E-A-T-H-E-A-D, MEATHEAD, go. I don't know. dot <laughs> Um Yeah, we need to go and buy everything. I just bought a new pair of leggings. For yeah, I saw. Yeah, those were awesome. <laughs> they're great. And they're wonderful people. They are. They're super great people. So thank you, Lindsay and Marissa. You guys are great. Meet Head Test Kitchen. Um, Join Sadie and Sasha every Monday, helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK. MTK.